Good morning, Ray. Good morning, John. How are you today? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm fantastic, buddy. Thank you for joining me here in the studios on the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River. It's always a pleasure to join you, John, on the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River. For another episode of... Saturday morning sales meeting with John and Ray. Here we are. <laughs> Once again. Uh, after the uh, 89th episode that we've released, uh, what is this, like the 130th we've recorded? No, the 100th will know. Released. We've already recorded. Oh, recorded, yeah. Several over 100. 120, 130. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, or what are we going to do for our 100th? Are we going to have some kind of celebration? Yeah, we are. You don't know what it is, though. I'm going to save it. Okay. I'm going to leave you in suspense. The Century Episode. 100 the, episodes. The Centennial, I believe they call it. Okay. I can't wait till our Bicentennial. That'll be pretty cool. Yeah. That's 200 to you and me. Do you remember the Bicentennial Celebration of America, Ray? I do. 1976. You were like 32, 33? <laughs> I know. I was in elementary school. <laughs> Thank you for remembering. You were in elementary school. I was in diapers. Yeah. And, you know, you know they uh, say, you know, dust to dust, you know, we begin from the earth, we... Return know, to the earth, yes. Right. I, I like to say we begin in diapers, we return to diapers. Hopefully, if you live long enough, right? Right. And that's um, why nobody asks you. <laughs> no, I've never said that in my life. But <laughs> well, you know, you can't ever say that again. But what? Why? That you've never said that in your life. Oh. Because well, you just said it. Wow. You're blowing my mind over here, well, right? Yeah, you know, it is what it is, John. I'm getting dizzy. I'm getting uh, what is that called when you uh, you can't get your balance? Vertigo. Okay. You give me vertigo. You're so deep in my head right now. Yeah. I oh stump you with my brilliance. You know the things that wind up on our cutting room floor will never cease to amaze me, Ray. <laughs> And thank God they will never be heard by man or beast. Uh, maybe we should do that for our bicentennial episode. How when we cut them, they're cut. Yeah. Can you imagine? We have all the data stored of the originals. Stored in the cloud, stored on a thumb drive somewhere, yeah. deep in the dark basement of, <laughs> yeah, of the Guttural existence, yes. But... But could you imagine, you know, if well, heaven forbid we ever had to dig those up? Because we cut a lot in was, what we finally release. And my amazement is what we release is the best of, <laughs> of what we've recorded. Imagine what there is that we did hey, not cut the mustard. Maybe, yeah, maybe for the bicentennial, we can hire someone to go through all of those raw you know, podcast recordings and find all of the times when I say, I'll look that up during the break. <laughs> and we can actually look all those things up. You know, because I'm sure there are people on the edge of their seat going, damn it, he never answered that question. He never looked that up. Yeah. Do you think there are? No. I don't. I would hope that there's at least one person out there. There may be. Out of all of our listeners, there may be that one person that's going, they're probably keeping track, you know, like right. Rain Man on uh, November 2nd, well, and, 2019. At first, I think it was, they were waiting to hear the result. Yeah. And now they're at the point that the only thing they can track is how many times we do that and don't give a result. Yeah. Well, like I said, hopefully there's a Rain Man, you know, somewhere with all of the those instances tracked in a notebook. 
you know, of all the things we said we were going to look up and then didn't ever do. Okay. Well, we're still recording. Just because we haven't so far doesn't mean we're not going to. I assumed, like I think the listeners would assume, that we meant in that episode the answer would be released. No, I don't think anybody thought that. I think everyone thought that. I can confidently say no one thought that. Tomato, tomato, Ray. All right. Because I said I'll look it up during the break. All right. Oh, jeez. If if only we took breaks. Why be so pugilistic this early in the morning? (laughs) Pugilistic? Yeah. Feudalistic? I said pugilistic, right? Right. All right. And that's what you meant. Yeah, what is feudalistic? Futuristic? Are you thinking futuristic? No. Pugilistic. It means to box, Ray. To be a pugilist is to be a boxer. Like Muhammad Ali? Mm Mm-hmm. He was a pugilist. (laughs) The date is inconclusive, John. Mm. Okay. So, maybe you should look it up during the break. I will not commit to such things. Well, you could to commit to commit to whatever you want. Listen, John, sometimes, you know, the brain and the mouth, they're not perfectly in sync. So, uh, our topic for the day, Ray, is uh, for this episode, is the difference... Well, number one, I kind of want to get into the differences in selling vehicles... Automobiles and selling power sports, marine, RV, you know, in that category. Okay. Uh, Just a little bit. Um, But I think it comes down to kind of a more core thing in sales is are we selling to solve a problem or are we selling to improve or enhance someone's life? Okay. You ever heard this concept before, Ray? Yes, I'm familiar with the concept. Uh, so in what ways do we do both of those things? Do you have any input on those ideas? Nope, not at all. <laughs> Great. Wonderful. Yeah. I was hoping that you'd just, you know, not have anything to add to this episode. <laughs> Is that, that was your desire when we started? Yeah. You know, maybe we should just go fishing. It's a beautiful day. It is a gorgeous day. Holy cow. It's sunny. Cool. Fall. Fall is in the air. Mm. Love it. You know, somebody said the other day that uh, we should call the lead singer of Green Day. Because I think in one of their famous songs, he says, wake me up when it's September or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. When September comes or ends. What is it? When September ends. I'm not familiar. You don't know Green Day? I know Green Day. And you I'm don't not know familiar that song? with the song that says, wake me up at the end of September. It's like probably their number two most favorite famous song. I may know the song. I don't know that line. I think it's called When September Ends. Okay. And you don't know it. I just want you to go on record with our audience right now saying that you don't know that song. I I will not say that. (laughs) Because I may be familiar with the song. I'm not familiar with the line in the song that says, Wake me up when September ends. Or when it's the end of September. I'm not familiar with the line that you're not even sure what the line is. Right? I mean, you're you're bashing me because, uh, Ray, are you going on the record saying you don't know this line? And it's something like, I'm not really sure what it is, but but how dare you not know? What about Blister in the Sun, Ray? Are you familiar with that song? Yeah, I am. 
You know, that band is called, uh, do you know? I do. It's the Violent Femmes. Yep. They have a song called... Uh, an 80s ra- band. Oh, let me try that again. An 80s band? Yeah, well, you know, they were an overnight success after 20 years of hard work, I hear. Uh, they have a Kinda song... Like us. <laughs> yeah. They have a song called Fat, Ray. All right. And the the beat is, you know, kind of like Blister in the Sun. It's got a little underlying bass line. Yeah. And it's something about, you know, when his girlfriend breaks up with him. Okay. And he, he writes a song called, Well, I Hope You Got Fat, then. <laughs> <laughs> one of your favorite songs right yeah absolutely it, if it wasn't it will be now moving on to the uh, topic du jour so yeah are we solving problems or are we enhancing someone's own? I really think that that's the only reason people buy is to accomplish one of those two things okay you know I mean you may have someone come in and hey my car broke down I don't like the way it rides uh, you know the four wheel drive doesn't work very well it won't tow my new boat but, you know, I have this problem, and now I need to buy something absolutely, to, to fix that problem. On the other hand, I think what I've encountered consulting with a lot of power sports, marine dealerships, is they say, you know, I come in with this, uh, this approach, you know, this sales process, mm-hmm. and immediately it's just kind of a given. You know you're going to get some sales managers, some pushback from employees that say, yeah, that won't work here. Right. right, you ever heard that? I have. Even we we go in the automotive industry. Uh, you go to some dealerships and they say, "Yeah, that might work in the big city. Won't work here. Uh, that might work at those other dealerships, but it won't work here." I've heard that many times. I get the same thing in power sports, RV, and marine that say, "Yeah, that won't work. It may work in the automotive world. Won't work here." Yes. Well. There, I say, tell me how. You know, tell me how it won't work here. Tell me the problems. And what do you hear, John? I hear, well, you know, this is a Harley dealership. This is a luxury item. People know people have to have a car. They don't have to have a Harley. Okay. Well, I'm sure you know you're selling two hundred thousand dollar boats with the ballast system and the rack and the stereo and the you know everything. Right. Well, people can. They have to have a boat. They don't have to have this one. You know, whatever. With, whatever. with all the extra features. Well, okay, fine. You're not solving a problem. I mean, in one way you are. Because like, they probably own a current boat now or a current motorcycle. Right. And, and you know, they want to replace it. But no, let's, let's give you the point of you're not selling something they have to have. You're right. not solving a problem, but you're enhancing their life. Right. Well, and from my perspective, it's a matter of, do most car purchases result in something that they had to have? Right. Right. Because, you know, do I need a car, a functional vehicle that will get me to and from point A and to point B and in return back to point A? Yeah, I do. Do I need it to have, uh, you know, certain lines on the vehicle or performance capabilities? Heated, cooled, ventilated seats. Right. Do I need it to have Bluetooth connected to my phone? No. Yeah. Those are all luxury items. I was going to say, do you need it to have that badge on the front? No, no. So, yeah, I don't don't think there's a lot of difference. I think you're talking to somebody who has the capability of enhancing their life with something that they truly want, will find enjoyment in, 
right? There are those people who, yeah, I just need something to get from point A to point B, but I want to do it in a way that I enjoy, right? Luxury feature, styling, uh, fe- additional features on the vehicle. I think that's a great point to bring up. Well, thank you. It is, <laughs> is do people buy a vehicle only to you know, meet a certain requirement. Right. Probably not a whole lot of them. Maybe there are a few that are like, but I don't think they're shopping at a branded manufacturer dealership. I think the people that are just looking for a a piece of metal to transport them to point from point A to point B. They're on Craigslist. They're on Craigslist. They're on Joe's car sales, Right. right? They're going down to their local buy here, pay here lot or, you know, cash only lot. And they're picking up something that, you know, it's a, or, a yeah, little bit older. Something they're going to pay cash for. Yeah. Right? They're not, uh, they're, yeah, or, or even if they're financing, it's not, uh, you know, they're not buying the latest, greatest this current model year. So, yeah, I think in a certain, in a certain way, it's a, it's, well, it's just a fallacy. So you're stating that those people in the power sports or boat arena who are saying that this is, different you your position is it's not the say i don't think the sales process needs to be different no certainly yeah there's a certain clientele that goes for harleys right there's a certain clientele that's looking for an off-road aspect yeah you know whether that be a side-by-side or a, a dirt bike or whatever right ultimately you're reducing the population size of those who might be interested in such things However, the process with which they purchase is not different. Amen. You, I couldn't have said it Bam. better myself, Ray. Nailed it. D- don't drop the mic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't do that. Mic drop. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, have you seen the latest TikToks today, Ray? Uh, no, I'm not a fan of TikTok. Really? Yeah. I'm hearing that more and more. Yeah? What do you think it is? Uh, I think it's for, you know... 13 to 25 year old females. <laughs> I think that that is that's their TikTok target designed for. Yeah. So whatever they're doing won't work here. Won't work on you. It's not a matter of it won't work here. It's a matter of <laughs> I am not going to sit there and you know watch through yeah, you know, 100 videos to see three that might make me laugh or okay. engage me in some way. I, I'm, I'm not interested. I head on... Uh... And, and I speak as the father of a 23-year-old daughter who has over 80,000 followers on TikTok. Really? 80,000. Jeez. She has produced TikTok videos that have had over 2 million views. Has... She must have given us a plug recently because our viewership has gone up tremendously. Maybe she did. She probably got on her TikTok without telling you. Okay. Said, hey, my dad has got Saturday morning sales meeting. Well, thank you, Anna. <laughs> I appreciate your support for dad. Well, and you too can help spread the word. Yeah. If, if you find this uh, informative and valuable. And uh, Ray is quite entertaining, if I do say so myself. Well, thank you. Here's a post, Ray, on LinkedIn that says, if my friend is an accountant, that's where I do my taxes. If my friend has a barbershop, that's where I'm getting a haircut. If my friend sells cars, that's where I'm buying a car. He said, maybe 
there are better prices elsewhere, but I'm helping my friends build their business. Okay. Do you agree with that? Uh, I do those things, yes. I don't think that's common. I think a lot of people are fearful of doing business with their friend because when they do business with their friend, now it becomes a business relationship which can complicate the friendship. It becomes a favor almost. Right. And and you hate to say, I'm not getting the best service here. Right. Or, you know, you hate to bring up the bad experience. Or I could get it cheaper down the street. Right. 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 I mean, you know, hey, we're still friends. If I never engage your professional business or service, we can just be friends. Right. I have those I do business with and those that I'm friends with. And I find a lot of time that uh, people are reluctant. They'll lip service. Yeah, oh yeah, no, I'm. <laughs> I'll look you up. I'll yeah, give you a absolutely. Call. No, I'm going to come in. But I think they there is some hesitation amongst friends and family to do business with one another. What do you think about that? Yeah, I kind of feel like uh, uh, Tony Soprano's right hand guy. You know, the guy that has the permanent frown because he's thinking. Kind of looks like. Mm, uh, I can kind of see where you're coming from. But you claim to be the the opposite of that. Well, here's the deal. I think that the reason that more friends don't buy cars from friends yeah. is because they don't know or don't remember that their friends sell cars. I agree. You know? Yeah. I, I think I think it's a, a, a fallacy on the salesperson's part that, you know, I post when I change dealerships. Yeah. You know, hey, I'm at this dealership now. Come see me. And they think that two years later, their friends are going to remember, oh, yeah, Jimmy changed dealerships. He's over here now. Right. I think, you know, that's a common fallacy in advertising. I think advertisers will send us checks now for me saying this. Okay. But (laughs) it's not something you do once. It's something you do constantly to keep your name in front of your, your audience. Right. Because if I just did it once, the last time I changed dealerships, yeah. and it's been two years, and now somebody who follows me is in the market, are they going to remember right. what I do for a living? <laughs> no, I think we, yeah, we constantly have to be reminding people of what we do and what. Not only that, because again, your friends aren't going to do business with you just because you're their friend, right? I think you constantly have to be reminding people what makes you different. Well, and I think that's part of the hesitation on people's part is that if I say, hey, I'm in the market and I go to my friend and then I don't buy from them, is that going to be an issue now between us where had I not said anything, we would be the best of friends. Well, I, I think you bring up a good point, and that is circling back to our topic du jour of are you selling an enhancement to someone's life or are you solving a problem? Because if you're doing neither, then why should people be doing business with you? Okay. Whether you're selling automobiles or RVs or boats or power sports, I, or and whether you're selling to strangers or acquaintances or close friends, you got to bring that to the table. Yeah. There has to be a reason for doing business with you. Yes. I mean, it comes down to and, our 10 reasons, right? And, We've talked about before. I would say that if you were selling to a friend, you need to treat that friend 
as the most important customer. I mean, you should treat every every customer as if they're right. the most important, but even more so, right? Because I think too often we assume, oh, well, that's a friend of mine, man. He's going to buy it from me. Yeah, I think the level of service goes from 100% down to 60% because, yes. yeah, they're going to buy it from me. Right. We're friends. Yeah, that's a friend of mine. Yeah. So... I think what you're saying is, remind yourself, give that same 100% level of service. Right. If, if, not, if, not, yeah, if not even Absolutely. more. Absolutely. Yeah. And then well, you're more likely to get more of your friends to come by from you. Yeah. The, the last thing I think you want is in your circle of acquaintances, your circle of influence, to have one person say, well, I gave him a shot. Yeah. And it didn't and work he, out so He never well. called me back. And yeah. he told me he would look for one, and he didn't. Or worse yet, I found... I mean, hey, I was about to say, worse yet, they found a cheaper price elsewhere. I don't think that's the determining factor. Mm-mm. I think people are willing to pay a little extra for a better experience, right. for a better service. Right. And who should they expect a better experience from if not their circle of friends? Amen. So, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying there. Okay. And that's like five times in one episode now. I know. This has got to be a record, Ray. I believe it is. All right. Well, I think, you know, we didn't dive deeply into this subject, but I think we we made the point that there are two reasons people buy. It's to eliminate a negative stimulus out of their life. Okay. You know, this car keeps breaking down or my brakes are squeaking or I don't, you know, the seat isn't comfortable or again, you know, it won't tell my boat, I need to seat seven now instead of five. You're eliminating that negative stimulus or you're adding a positive stimulus. You know, you're adding an enhancement to their life. Yep. So I don't I, care what business you're in. I think it goes back to a statement from Peter Drucker. You know, he's the management guru that, you know, kind of changed management or our perspective on it. Yeah. And I'm not going to get the quote exactly right. But he said the number one priority or the number one goal for any business should be to create customers. Create customers. Expand on that. What do you mean by that? I mean, why else are you in business but for to To create those opportunities to sell what it is that you're selling, product or service? Like convert? Does he mean convert prospects to customers, or create the market? Yeah. Not not necessarily create the market from a you know from zero to creation, yeah. but to create customers of that business or okay. service. Okay, so to, so to, you could be taking market share, right? Or you could be creating opportunities within you know people who weren't necessarily already in the market to spark a desire in someone to do business with, with you. you yeah yeah that like should it. be your number one thing okay well ray uh, i think we've come to the end of another episode of saturday morning sales meeting well, john thank people for listening i do want to thank everyone for all listening. right i want to Woo, beat you look today. at you look at you on the beach and i too want to thank you for listening and we hope you'll listen again Like to learn more about John and Ray, visit our website, SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com, where you can also listen to additional episodes or read articles we've written. 
or email us directly, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. We'd love to hear show ideas, comments, feedback. What about dealers and sales managers, Ray? If you're a dealer or manager who would like more information on our sales training, BDC training, new hire training, or process evaluation and improvement, simply email us, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. And don't forget about the total dealership assessment, Ray. That's where we come in, evaluate the sales process, look at the lead flow. I mean, if you've got leads that you're not handling properly, we can help. And we can help both on the variable and fixed operation sides of the dealership. Right. And these are immediate action items that you can put in place tomorrow to sell more cars or write more ROs. Right. Simply email us, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. That's info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com.